Good morning. Wow, that last song you just sang has a lot of scripture in it. I love that. I love it. I love getting the word of God into my life. Music's good for that. Music isn't going to save you. The word of God will save you. But music is great to get it into your life. The Holy Spirit is here today already. I trust you sense them. We don't come in here to get all worked up and emotional. Emotions are involved because we're made of emotions. Some of us are more expressive than others. But we want the Holy Spirit to do his work. We want him to teach us. We want him to show us. That's why we're here today. And it's so good to see so many of you that I know and many that I don't know. Uh, Over these last couple of years, God has been gracious to our church family and we've seen a number of people have become part of it. I'm, I'm one of the parts. I am so thankful for off. I've gotten off a lot. The, the offline campus of freedom, it's uh, been a tremendous thing. Thank you for you, the tech people that make this possible week in and week out. Thank you for all the people that are involved in, in, in bringing us into the presence of God week after week after week. My wife and I were away for uh, six weeks, and uh, it was so great. Every Sunday, we were able to tune in to our church, our church family, and see what God was doing. So thank you. Thank you for the excellent leadership that you're giving to us. Pastor Tracy, the staff, the board, ministry leaders, you are exceptional. Many of you, most of you I know, and you're godly. And I am a part of this church family, and I count it a privilege to be under your covering. When I was a pastor for years, a long time, it wasn't quite 40, but pushing that, uh, I, I knew the responsibility of being a spiritual covering. I took it seriously. Not everybody got that, but those who did were always tapping into a special favor that God gives to those who will bless and honor those that are in leadership over them because they care about you. And I just wanted to give a shout out to the people that are over my wife, Arlene, and me, and our family, and this church family. God bless you as you give yourself to that. And I just am I'm so thankful for that. I'm, um, for those of you that don't know me, um, I'm not young anymore. I'll be 70 in April. Get that, eh? Isn't that something? My, my goal is on my 70th birthday, uh, I want to go for my normal, I, I run several times a week, about eight kilometers, and, and I, I want to on that day do that. I never have to do it again after that, maybe. Uh, but I'm going to get Arlene to take a picture of me going out of my run at 70 years old. Will you pray for me that I can do that? Yeah, okay. I'm going to try to do that, and I, I, I love to do that. Uh, my wife, Arlene, we just celebrated this past week our 47th wedding anniversary. 47 years. Can you imagine that? I, but you know what? Lately, we have never had, we haven't had people come up and say, you don't look that old. They used to say that all the time. Nobody says that anymore. No. Thank you, brother. Thank you, brother. You don't look that old. But we're blessing the favor of God a father of two children, as you know, Pastor Tracy is my daughter, our daughter, and uh, my son Brad and, and his wife uh, and family uh, are in Hamilton area, and uh, loving, serving God, all of, all of our family, kids and grandkids, love God. What a, what a beautiful blessing of the Lord. Uh, I'm re- I've been retired almost five years, it'll be five years in June, and uh, people say, what do you do with your time? And I say, uh, two things. I write and I run, the two R's. I write, you know, the old uh, three R's, write and run. Well, that's not correct. But I write and I run. I spend uh, much of my day writing courses, studies, um, applying myself, and and making them available. You're going to hear a little bit about that this morning as I continue on in our message. Um, And then I go for a run, and that's my... And then anything else gets tapped in. Uh, Grandma always has something uh, going with the grandkids. And what do we... Okay, we're going to be doing that. We're going to be doing that. Everything stops when the grandkids want something. They don't know that maybe yet, but (laughs) everything stops in our house. The grandkids ask for something. It it, it stops. And I'm privileged to be a part of this. 
uh, I see this legacy of faith that we've been able to pass on. And all of you that are here this morning, I'm just delighted to be with you. Uh, keep up the good work. So many of you uh, I just watched grow uh, over the years. Thank you for the series that we're in too. It's my heart, uh, being a disciple of Jesus. It's what it's all about. There's nothing more than that. Making disciples, being a disciple. That's what the heart of the gospel is. Anything beyond that is extra. Unless we're making disciples of Christ, we aren't doing it. And so Pastor Tracy uh, has been very uh, good to reintroduce us to this important thing. And over this month, we've looked at uh, the heart uh, of a disciple. And that is ongoing repentance. Making sure that our hearts are right before God always, every day. Uh, the habit, which is that practicing the spiritual disciplines that will keep us on track, how we learn. I'm going to talk a little bit more about that this morning. And then the work last Sunday about putting our faith into action. Uh, it's the evidence that we truly do know Christ. If we're working in the kingdom, uh, if you're not working in the kingdom, you're lacking the evidence that you actually believe what you say you believe. And so it's important for us to do that. It sounds like a tall order if you look at it. You say, how do I add that to my life? Or uh, Pastor Tracy asked that question last week as, as kind of, um, you know, summing up what many people might think. It's not adding to your life. It is your life. Everything else flows out of this life. Once we get that in, in our heads, it starts to make sense. I'm not adding on uh, the disciplines that I'm doing to get to know God and to live in His way. I do that because I want to know God, and everything else flows out of that. So it's daily life transformation. That's been our theme here at Freedom Church since I came here almost 20 years ago, and it has continued to be our theme, daily life transformation. Choosing to follow Christ by faith is the beginning of a brand new life. You're given access because of your faith in Christ to all the resources that you need. Everything that you need for life and godliness is found in, you, in Christ Jesus. And you are in him by faith. And we want to know that you can change daily. And the more that you do this, the closer you get to God, the more you engage in the life of a disciple, the more that you'll notice changing in your own life, how you're, how you're taking a more of a positive attitude, your demeanor is changing, and your willingness to forgive uh, becomes greater. You're experiencing more freedom from the fears that you used to have, and you have a sense of purpose for every day. But greatest is that you have these new desires that God gives you that you want to know him. Psalm 37.4, it's a little bit out of context, but it's powerful in this, when you take the, this expression. But it says that, delight yourself in the Lord and he will give you the desires of your heart. And there's two sides to that. One is that, that as you make knowing God, the focus of your life he gives you new desires. He changes your desires. But he also gives you those desires because they're his will. Isn't that cool? He not only gives you the desires, but he brings them to fulfillment. So God has provided you with the ultimate resource to enable you to live this transformed life daily, which is becoming more like Jesus in the way you think and the way you act. And that resource is the Holy Spirit who is available to empower you, energize you, equip you, and enable you to live for Christ, to live out your calling, to be obedient to Christ's commands, to be victorious over the enemy's schemes, and to be fruitful in your kingdom service. It is the Holy Spirit that you have made available to you. And you must choose every day, moment by moment, to ask the Holy Spirit to have his way in your life. You give him complete access to you to do his transformative work. There are courses that we have available here at Freedom, and I have been able to author most of them. Uh, to this point, uh, our dream, our vision is to build up a resource library. And part of my goal as in writing courses is not to become technical or deep 
or, or beyond what the average person can grasp and implement. My goal has been to always write courses that are accessible. And I look at them in this way like... Uh, you know, if you were talking about our school system, it would be like high school courses, not college-level courses, but high school courses that you can take and, and will help you enter into new dimensions of your walk with God. And these are accessible. They're all in PDF format. Uh, they're free, absolutely free. I, it's, that's what I do. I don't get paid to do anything I do. I'm getting paid by, uh, by our prime minister, I'm on, the, I'm on the payroll. <laughs> Isn't that great? Bless the prime minister. Pray for him daily. Regardless of your political persuasion, every month, every month, every month. And God has given us now this op opportunity to be able to bless the kingdom, continue investing in the kingdom. We do our part. We all do our part. We make our investments in, in different ways. We all serve in different ways. And God has blessed us. We live modestly, but we have our needs met every single day, and we've been able to go away a few times and enjoy different things. God has blessed us. And so check them out. I'm going to mention some more at the conclusion this morning and throughout. But one of the ones uh, that's relatively new on there that maybe you haven't seen is called Explaining the Trinity. And there... A lot of people don't grasp, really, uh, the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, the Holy Trinity, what it's all about. You hear many times about the Father. We sang this morning a song, He's a good, good Father, and that's true, He is. And we also spend our time pointing people to Jesus, to Christ. The church is good for that in, in pointing people. But often, it's the Holy Spirit that is kind of overlooked. And the Holy Spirit is a full, complete, equal partner with the Father, and the Son. And this course has been written so that you can grasp a bit of an understanding, a better understanding of who the Holy Spirit is and how He impacts your life and how you get to know Him. I will say this right off that if you are a believer in Jesus, if you have asked Jesus to be your Lord, the Holy Spirit now lives right inside of you. The Holy Spirit, God lives in your life right now, He lives in you. The Holy Spirit of God lives in you. If you know Jesus, if you're a true believer in Christ, that's amazing. That should just absolutely overwhelm us every moment we think about it. The Holy Spirit of God lives in you. You can't see him, but he's there ready to enable you to live up to God's purpose and plan to your life, to live according to God's holy standards and to accomplish God's will. You're not on your own. The Holy Spirit now lives in you already to help you. God already knows your limitations, and so he's graciously provided the Holy Spirit to supply you with everything that you need to maximize your life in Christ. So this morning, I thought in this time, I could go on and on for days talking about this subject, but I want to try to do this in 30 minutes. And my point is that you have available to you different resources that you can start to apply to your own life, to engage in, God already knows what you need. And so there's a course we've had online now for a couple of years called Produce. And it has to do with the fruit of the Spirit, the fruit of the Holy Spirit. And I, I want to encourage you to look at that. But this morning, I'm just going to touch on the introduction lesson in that particular course. Uh, you'll see it. It's been completely up to If you took that course uh, a few years ago, uh, two or three years ago, it has been recently updated. Uh, I've updated all the courses that I've written in the past with the NIV 2011 version that uses more inclusive language. It's some clearer terms than previous editions. And so uh, if you've taken it before, but you found some of them a little bit um, tough to, to navigate through, uh, I think that you'll find that this is an improvement. But here's what it said. Here's the whole focus in Galatians chapter 5, verses 22 and 23. But the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, forbearance. You'll notice that that's a change from previous editions that used to call that patience. But forbearance is a much better term, actually, when you think about it, and I deal with that in the course. But the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, forbearance, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, 
gentleness, and self-control. Against such things, there is no law. So it's Jesus that has set the standard of living that you must aspire to. He is your example to follow and to emulate. And you get to know Christ more by studying the Word of God, by connecting to Him through prayer, and by relying on the Holy Spirit to put it all together for you. If you know me, if you've heard me teach in the past, or you read uh, some of the courses, you know I refer to these as the big three. The big three. The Word of God, prayer, and the Holy Spirit. The big three. Essential. Essential. Everything else is, is, you know, is beyond that. But you need, to, you need to be able to master those three things. The Word of God, prayer, connecting to God, and the Holy Spirit in your life ready to be activated in every situation. Now, obviously, none of us can be perfect in our conduct and character like Jesus because he's God and he never sinned. Even though he went in, along in this life, in his incarnation, without utilizing any of his divine attributes, he still never sinned. He's the perfect example, but you and I will never do that. It's impossible. But we can become more mature every day and become more like him in our thinking, in our acting. But to do that, you know, you need supernatural assistance. You can't do that in your own. I can't do that on my own. The amazing thing is, as you go through this course of produce and the fruit of the Spirit, we make the point that the seeds of every one of these elements of the fruit are already in you. Why? Because the Holy Spirit is already in you in perfection. So what you need to do is to learn how to allow the Holy Spirit to develop these things in your life, like love, like joy, like peace. How many times have you found yourself in a situation and all of a sudden it was a, it was a challenge or, or a catastrophe or something and you call out to God and you say, God, I, I need your peace in this situation. And in some way we think that, okay, all of a sudden God's going to give us peace out of nowhere and we're going to have peace to go through that situation. Let me tell you the difference in this approach. The peace of God's already in you. And you just need to allow that to continue to be developed in you so you have peace when the situation happens. You've already got this peace that we talked about this morning that transcends all understanding, that guards your heart and your mind. How? Through Christ Jesus, our Lord. So your role is to invite and allow the Holy Spirit to produce these virtues in your life. Sound good? Transformation every day? Super. And that's what you're called to do to be like Jesus and let the Holy Spirit do that as you participate in, in the Word and in prayer and, and in the Holy Spirit being released through your life. Well, let me tell you that Holy Spirit transformation to me is both a relief and a challenge. <laughs> it's great news. It's a relief. Because you don't have to try to figure out how to do this. It's already been laid out for us. You don't have to sit there. How do I become a better person? How do I become more like Jesus? How do I become a better neighbor? How do I become a better worker? How do I become a better student? How do I become a better friend? We don't have to try to figure that out. It's already there for us. It's already been laid out for us. That's the relief. Particularly in things that don't come naturally for you. Oh, some people are just naturally outgoing, right? And so we think that they've got the fruit of joy happening in their life. Maybe not. Or some people are, you know, they don't react to a situation that seems overwhelming and you think, well, they got, they got peace. Well, maybe they do or maybe they don't. We're talking supernatural stuff here. So it's a relief that all of these things are available to us, but it's also a challenge because we need to see all of the fruit maturing in us to be a fully formed Christ follower, not just to ask God to somehow accelerate them in our time of need. <laughs> Isn't that difference? It, you know, it's like preparing to go through the storm before you get to it. It's preparing to go through this day before you start walking through it. It's, it's being ready so that when anything comes, you say, okay, God, here we go. Now just maximize this in my life right now. I'll tell you, the effort that you put into this process to become Christ-like in perspective is more than worth it. 
You live well. You show others what's possible for them to experience. So let's just look quickly at some benefits of the fruit of the Spirit. The first one is the spiritual fruit builds Christ-like character in you. Who you are and how you act impact the quality of your life daily and affect everybody around you, affects everybody around you. Think of these qualities. If, if you're a, a manager today, a leader, a business owner, uh, somebody that's looking to hire, think of these qualities. Integrity, credibility, authenticity, trustworthiness, reliability, consistency, grace, generosity. <clears throat> Wouldn't you want that in your employee or in somebody that you're looking to look after your affairs? Isn't that what you're looking for? Absolutely. You know, society at large generally admires these traits because they are the backbone of a just and moral society. We stress these qualities, these things that I've just mentioned on our own kids, and they will tell you, well, we, from a young age when they could understand, we'd say, you do these things. You be a person of integrity. You be someone who is authentic. You be someone who's trustworthy and faithful and credible. You'll never be without a job. You, you could go anywhere. You can do anything because that's what the world's looking for. Well, guess what? You don't have to try to work those up in yourself. You just need to allow the Holy Spirit to develop those things in you in partnership with him. And guess what? It turned out for my kids. And yet, you know, my grandkids will say, he says the same thing to us. <laughs> right? You just do these things. Be the person that shows up before you're supposed to be there. Be the person who stays later than you're supposed to. Be the person who doesn't sit around after things are finished and, and, and wait for instruction. Be an initiator. Be all those things. Well, that comes how? The Holy Spirit working in you, making you the kind of person that God knows you can be. You become the person that people depend on. You have Christ-like character. They respect you. You influence them. They might not disagree. They might disagree with you and give you a hard time because they're not doing it themselves. But when the rubber meets the road and when things come crashing down, who are they going to look to? They're going to look to people like you. Be a partner with the Holy Spirit in your spiritual development, and you'll have Christ-like character that will speak volumes. The second thing is spiritual fruit measures your maturity. Maybe you don't know this. Maybe you do. But you do not become spiritually mature by getting older. I, I got saved when I was 10 years old, and I'm now 100. Does that mean that you're more mature than when you got saved? Just because you got older and you know some stuff and you know how to say some things, uh, you, know, you know the language around the church and you know all the... It doesn't make you more mature. Just getting older doesn't do it. Just think about it. You have to choose to grow up by faith and applying yourself. When you're born again, you're a spiritual baby. The Bible says that. You're a spiritual baby. You don't know anything. You're totally dependent on God and others to help you in these first steps. You want to be a spiritual adult, so what do you do? You cooperate with the Holy Spirit. You use the Word. You learn to pray, and you become equipped for adult behavior. Notice the big three? I slipped in there again. The Word, prayer, Holy Spirit. That's how you learn. That's how you develop. The Holy Spirit transforms your heart and mind daily, and you gain a kingdom perspective. You see things more the way God sees them. Isn't that so necessary in our world today? You can get so caught up in so many of the comments and things that are going on around us that you lose perspective of who's actually in charge. And you waste time and you, get, you lose energy and you got to keep that kingdom perspective. And you must be careful not to use your natural abilities, talents, charisma, or giftings to, to measure yours or anybody else's spiritual maturity. Just because somebody uh, can play a musical instrument or sing beautifully does not make them mature. It's possible to possess any of these traits and still be immature. Act immature. It's so often, I've seen over the years, people put in positions of responsibility and authority who were immature. Should never have been put there in the first place. 
because, oh, well, they're gifted. They know how to talk, talk to people or, or, you know, they're very generous or they're this or they're that. That's not the criteria. It's spiritual maturity and the fruit of the spirit is the measure of a, uh, whether a person's spiritually mature or not. Not charisma, not giftings, the fruit of the spirit. The Holy Spirit is your supply to grow up in Christ as you cooperate in him. The third thing is, that you'll notice, is the spiritual fruit replaces the sinful attitudes and actions with godly ones. In your natural state, you have a sinful nature who's continually tempting you to do things that are ungodly. Friends, that's never going to disappear. You're still a human being. You're still going to have this war going on in you between what your natural human evil desires want you to do and what the Holy Spirit wants you to do. Read Romans 8. It, it, it explains it well. Oh, there, we might have another course on that called the life in the Spirit. Life in the Spirit is another one that you can look to and to see how this works in your life. But it's amazing. Galatians 5, verses 13 to 26 describe how daily life transformation is activated in you by learning how to keep in step with the Holy Spirit. You ever gotten ahead of the Holy Spirit? Or have you ever fallen behind? Have you ever even thought about it? This is a struggle sometimes. The scripture doesn't ever say, you know, you go on and, and ask the Holy Spirit to catch up with you. Because we do that. We do that, don't we? We make a plan, and then we say, oh, God, come and bless my plan. Come and make this work. Prosper me in this, oh, God. I know this is the right thing to do. You come. And that's one, one of the mistakes that we can make when he doesn't want you to go there in the first place, maybe. Maybe he does, but in his time. Or when he's actually directing you and leading you into something, and you just kind of sit like you're oblivious to what he's saying. You're behind him. The scripture here, and it's, it's a beauty, and I'm going to just touch on it quickly in a couple minutes. Galatians 5, 13 to 26, says that we're to keep in step with the Holy Spirit. We learn how to listen to him, and then we immediately obey what he tells us to do. Sometimes he says, just stop. Just stop. Listen. Sometimes he says, okay, now I want you to go here. I'll tell you a million different things. The Holy Spirit enables you to resist giving in to sinful desires when you invite and allow Him to fill your life daily with His holy presence. And as you do that, as you allow the fruit of the Spirit to grow in your life, guess what? It leaves less and less room for those evil desires to take root. All those attitudes that you have, bad attitudes, they start getting replaced with godly ones. All those sinful desires that, that keep coming at you all of a sudden aren't coming at you as often or as hard because you're, it's, these, these desires of the Holy Spirit are taking over your life. It's the Holy Spirit that gives you the ability to resist the sinful desires. And in so doing, you see the godly traits being produced in your life. And you gain a reputation of having good character and making good decisions. That's what will happen when you apply yourself in this. Another thing we notice is that the Holy Spirit enables you to make good choices. In this passage of Scripture, we see five clear intentional choices that you have to make in order to maximize your life, daily life transformation. You can look at this. Go back to it later. Uh, if you want to check out the, the notes, you just go to this lesson in the Produce course and the introduction lesson. But go back to your own Bible and study this, Galatians 5, 13 to 16. But here's what you have to do every single day. You have to choose to be free from slavery to sin by serving others. One of the greatest ways to get your attention off yourself is to serve others. However that looks. There's a million ways you can serve. But that's how you do it. This is what the Apostle Paul says. In verse 13, you, my brothers and sisters, were called to be free, but do not use your freedom to indulge the flesh. Rather, serve one another in love. Oh, I'm free. I'm free. I can do whatever I want to. I can live the way I want to. No, you can't. There are certain things you ought not to do. 
Lots of things you ought not to do. But one of the things you should do is you should be serving others with the abilities that God has given to you, whatever that looks like. Your freedom in Christ came at a great cost to him, so don't waste it by doing selfish things that enslave you to the sin, or to sin or to the law. But use your freedom to help expand the kingdom of God by lovingly serving others. I see that in this Freedom Church family. It's unbelievable. Proportionately, the people that are engaged in so many different ways, using what they have. We had a, I had a chat about this just before the service, about using your gifts, using your talents, and, and putting them together with everybody else is what a beautiful thing that creates. The second thing is you have to choose to live in the fullness of the Holy Spirit every day. Verse 16, Galatians 5, so I say, walk in the Spirit, and you will not gratify the desires of the flesh. Did you catch that? Have you noticed that before? So I say, walk by the Spirit, and you will not gratify the desires of the flesh. I'm signing up for that one. I want that. You see, your sinful nature, as I mentioned, does not simply just disappear when you're born again. The desires of the flesh continue to exert themselves on you daily. So a good first step is to say, I don't want to sin. That's a good first step. But that's not the solution. You must stay filled with the Holy Spirit's presence and power every moment to overcome. Choose to ask the Holy Spirit to fill you afresh day after day after day. Another choice you have to make is you have to choose to follow the Holy Spirit's leading. And I mentioned this previously, verse 25. This is where it comes from. Since we live by the Spirit, let us keep in step with the Spirit. You see, you require divine direction to know how to live God's way. And the Holy Spirit is prepared to show you where to go and what to do and so what you have to do is learn to be able to discern the different ways the Holy Spirit communicates to you. How does he do that? Well, lots of ways. Through your thoughts. You ever had a thought come into your head that you didn't know where it came from, but it was absolutely phenomenally perfect? And when you're a child of God following the Holy Spirit, let me tell you what, the Holy Spirit does that all the time. You get yourself into a situation that you don't know what to do and God can put a thought right in your mind as you just avail yourself of his presence working in your life. What about conviction that warns you of pitfalls? The closer you are in your walk with the Spirit, the more you are aware of the dangerous path that you might take. And as soon as you step the wrong way, I'm just so glad when the Holy Spirit slaps me in the side of the head. <laughs> Honestly, what are you doing? Wake up. Smarten up. You don't want to go there. And you stay sensitive to that, that conviction, that holy conviction, the closer you are to the Spirit. Sometimes the Holy Spirit gives you a deep peace that he has just produced out of this relationship with him that you can proceed the way you are with confidence. You're right in the right path. Just keep doing it. Just keep doing it. Sometimes the Holy Spirit will give you a message to apply your, to your situation as you study God's Word. Your reading, your scripture, your daily reading. Oh, thank you, Pastor Tracy for, and staff for, for encouraging our church family to keep into the Word, keep into the Word, keep into the Word, reading. It's part of my daily diet. It has been for decades. And the Word of God is so important. Sometimes you're reading the Word of God and you go, oh, I never noticed that before. That ever happened? I never noticed that before. Wow, I'm right there right now. Boom, I've read this a hundred times. Wow, thank you, Holy Spirit. You just illuminated that to me. Sometimes the Holy Spirit, he give you a word. Someone speaks a word to you under the inspiration of the Spirit that just meets you right where you are, clarifies a situation that you're in, calls you to do something. He can speak through visions. He can speak through dreams. All I'm saying is learn how to listen to the Holy Spirit and know it's him when he's talking. 
The more time you spend with the Spirit, the more fluent you become in your communication with Him as well. I like that, being fluent with the Spirit. Are you talking about speaking in tongues, Pastor Dell? Yeah, sometimes. But I'm talking about communicating with the Spirit with my innermost being and allowing the Spirit to help me to pray. The fourth thing is choose to inherit God's kingdom by daily a life transformation. Verses 19 and 21 say the sinful acts of the flesh are obvious. Those who live like this will not inherit the kingdom of God. The fifth one is to choose to ask the Spirit to produce His fruit in you. You have to choose to do that. This fruit of the Spirit that we've been talking about. We need to study Jesus to learn how He thinks and acts. We need to make Jesus the person we want to become like. And we need to ask the Holy Spirit to maximize His fruit in us. Friends, your response to God's supply, you will notice that your character is being changed, being transformed by being in Christ. When you connect with Jesus by faith, obey his teaching, when you participate with the Holy Spirit in spiritual growth, he produces healthy fruit, spiritual fruit in you that will be exactly what you need And when you do that, you will notice that you're becoming more mature in the way you react and respond to people, how you look at a situation. You'll also notice how much more influence you have with others around you in a good way as you model Christ-likeness. So my encouragement to you today is commit yourself to living in the fullness of the Holy Spirit who is your resource. Ask Him every day, Several times throughout the day. That's what I do. Holy Spirit, fill me afresh right now. I need you. I need you to come and just fill my life afresh and anew. Not that you're not already there. You are. Not that I've not been empowered by you many times in the past. Because you have. I need you. Just keep filling my life. Just keep filling my life. Holy Spirit, fill me in this moment with your holy presence. And do your transforming work in me. Guide me every step and let me know what I must do and how to do it. I surrender myself to your leadership over my life. May that be your encouragement today. I just want to leave you with some resources, as mentioned throughout. Direct you to to our Freedom website, freedomkw.com, slash next, slash, slash, I don't know what. Slash, you'll find it. <laughs> See how techy I am? Isn't that amazing? Amazing. Absolutely amazing. But I know they are there. I've seen them. I mentioned earlier, a good one to check out if you're not sure of who the Holy Spirit is in relationship to the Trinity. There's Explaining the Trinity. It's a good one. Uh, there's First Steps. And Lesson 6 in First Steps introduces you to the Holy Spirit. To the very beginning of a new life in Christ. Uh, the, the sixth lesson that we have in, in that course uh, is an introduction to the Holy Spirit, meeting the Holy Spirit. And Pastor Ethan is leading that. That's a great, great thing. I mentioned Life in the Spirit, a course that addresses who the Holy Spirit is working in you and how to participate with him in that. Many of you have taken that course over the years. Some of you newer. I, I don't know if you have or you haven't. But it's a great way to be introduced or reintroduced to the Spirit's work in your life, life in the Spirit. Produce examines each element of the fruit of the Spirit, as we've been talking about this morning. See how you uh, grow and mature in Christ-likeness. A course that's been recently added is called Pentecostal Essentials. Uh, I wrote this course out of a lifetime. I've been in the Pentecostal church all my life. Uh, in fact, in the Pentecostal Centers of Canada, of which our church is a part, all of my life, I've, I've, I've tried to live it out. I've tried to uh, learn how to teach it to others, to influence others about how the Holy Spirit uh, is wanting to live in our lives and change and transform us, and in a balanced way. I'm a, if you know me, I, I always seek the balance. Extremes are dangerous, either side. Uh, you, can, you can ignore the Holy Spirit and, and just make some assumptions that aren't correct. Or you can get wild and get emotional and carried away with, with things that the, the Bible doesn't even uh, say are real. 
So we look for the balance in all this. And Pentecostal Essentials looks at 30 dynamics of being part of a, of a church family like this that belongs uh, to the Pentecostal movement. And some of the things to look for and, and, and how we uh, found our, our beliefs and what we do. That, that's, that might be interesting for some of you that have been around for quite a while. Or maybe you're just checking out Pentecostalism. Another course that's been around for a while is, uh, no, that hasn't been. It's, it's, it's another newer one. It's called Get Secure. And it's a study on the book of uh, Ephesians that explains your life in Christ, who you are in Christ, how to become secure in your life. And there's also um, references to the Holy Spirit in this throughout. So if you're looking for how do I uh, get my life to become more secure, established in Christ, and what part does the Holy Spirit have to play in that, this study of Ephesians uh, might be what you're looking for. And then, of course, Everything You Need explores Second uh, Peter 1, what's available to you in Christ and how to access it. We've also got a podcast on that one. And I'm almost finished now because this thing is driving me crazy. <laughs> We are going to keep adding to these resources as time goes on. Uh, and so just keep an eye open. If you're wondering what to take, talk to the, any of the staff. They'd be glad to, to direct you to courses that can help you. But be a devoted disciple of Christ. That's what this series has been about this month. That's, that's what it's all about, being a disciple of Jesus Christ and then making disciples of others. Develop the habit of daily disciplines. Keep your heart healthy through ongoing repentance. Be willing to do the work that God has assigned to you and stay connected to the supply of the Holy Spirit's presence and power that are without limit. And all the people said, Blessings. Oh, hey, stay there. I know, just pinch, just pinch the bottom a little bit. Yeah. yeah, exactly. I'm losing my patience. <laughs> you need to increase your, ask the Holy Spirit. See, the Holy Spirit lives in you and will just, if you cooperate with what he has already put in you. Oh, thank will, you, Pastor Tracy. That's so wonderful. You can just ask for him to like, That's maximize so wonderful. forbearance in your oh, life Oh, right wow. I wish, I wish I'd have thought of that. Thank you. Does that help you? Uh, so helpful. So thank helpful. you. Um, I just I wanted to just point out as we as we leave and as we pray. Um, so obviously I have the great privilege of talking to you all the time. Um, I don't know. I, I didn't ask you if I could ask you this, so this is going to be awkward if you say you're not going to talk about it. But the um, you're you're writing courses uh, and you're the the one who writes for our church and you're spending you spent time doing it before you retired, but now when you're retired so much and you have a goal um, to write a, a lot of courses before mm -hmm. a certain time. Are you allowed to talk about that? Oh, I can't. I, can. I didn't. Yeah. I didn't want to make a thing about it, but Let's I. Let's make a thing. Okay, make a thing about it. No, just, I. Just I tell just, us why. A simple goal, and I've laid it out before the Lord. But I would like to, by the time I'm 80, which is in 10 years from now, I'll be 80 years old. Okay, an 80-year-old guy. You don't look that old. No. I no, I would like to have. Blessings. I've written 50 courses. Yeah. By the time I'm 80, yeah. so I've written uh, 15 now. Amazing. So I have 35 to write in 10 years. You think I can do it? Yes. Plus three and a half a year, and I got some stuff to do. Yeah. You got a lot of, you got 40 years of sermon notes to just compile into courses anyway. So the question I had for you, just as we, as we wrap up here, is, as I'm, uh, I know your passion, but, like, why, uh, first of all, I love that you're retired and you haven't decided you've retired from the kingdom. You've just transitioned to something else that right. you have loved to do and didn't have time to do this kind of stuff when no. you were in active pastoral ministry. No. So tell us why... Why are you writing, why do you want to write 50 courses and leave that as a legacy for the church? Like, what is the motivating factor? Well, first of all, my, I've started out like, I don't know who's going to read the courses or study them. I, I don't know, and I, it, it doesn't matter. I have a small group. I wanted to leave this as a legacy for my kids, first of all. So these courses, sometimes people write memoirs and they write, uh, you know, stories and all. This is my, what I'm leaving, my kids and grandkids and great-grandkids. <laughs> don't worry don't worry about that just now don't worry about that it'll all be right and proper I yeah. could guarantee that yeah. grandpa would have it no other way but that was my that's my initial motivation was to leave for my family so they could go back and and look oh yeah 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 and even the kids or the grandkids or the great-grandkids who won't know me great-grandkids 
great, 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 great grandkids, whatever they are. Yeah, you'll know your great grandkids. I'll, I'll know fine. my great grandkids probably, yeah. but yeah. they might not, you know, anyway. Uh, that was it. But then the people, like so many of, of you that I know, are so hungry for the Word of God and want to know and grow. I've seen you grow and develop, and you're unbelievable. I mentioned that at the beginning. Uh, these are accessible for anybody, and even people that are, are online here. These are all free. God has given us the ability to, 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 to just do this. Arlene totally supports me in this, by the way. We're partners in this. She doesn't write courses, but she goes through and helps clean them all up and format them and do all those kinds of things for me. And she does her thing. She's very busy, too, in her, in her retirement, uh, helping and serving as you know her. She has a gift of serving. She keeps doing that. So we just do what we do to invest. And so I just want to leave this kind of legacy with the church. I, I, I want to leave it with anybody who's interested. I, I know lots of people won't be. They'll say, oh, big deal. Because there's lots, there's millions of resources that you can go to. But this is our church. This is our Freedom Church that, we, that I wanted to resource in, in this way. So that, that's the motivation behind it. And again, I said, making them so that they're accessible. They're not too technical, but, but they're uh, available for people to go into. And of course, our CP1 groups yep. often use them. And yep. Going through one now that will be coming up. Yeah, uh, new, we've got a new one. For just, if you're in yeah. ILT, we're beta testing a new course to see if it's any good. So far, so good. It's actually called, we actually use the same graphic. It's called The Disciple of Jesus. So it's, it's been Maybe one of the easiest uh, to read and most difficult to apply in like asking really hard questions about whether or not my life is actually following Jesus. It's been so difficult and excellent at the same time. So I just wanted to, I wanted to point that out. I wanted you to hear that from Pastor Dell because um, so, so many of us are looking for mentors. We're looking for the next generation and like what, what they want to pass on and, and uh, we're, we're looking to, like, to, to glean wisdom and we don't always know where to look. Like, like you can always, of course, have a conversation with, with, with someone and reach out, but some of these courses are built like that, to pass on faith, to pass on what's important, to pass on uh, like the, 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 the key and the essential to your faith and, to, and that's a, a resource that's just going to always be available to you. Um, and right now they're on our website. But yeah, so I just wanted you to hear that from him because I get to hear it at the dinner table when we do family dinner, but that's not everybody. Um, so, so that's something that you might want to say, hey, I do need to go another step deeper in my faith. And I, I would love to hear from the generation that went before me some things that I really need to know. This is right, this is literally right in your, in your uh, right available to you on our website. And you're totally right. FreedomKW.com slash next. You can do next-courses, but that's complicated. Just go to next and scroll, okay? Just go to next and scroll, and you'll find um, all of these things. Uh, we did add three more last week. We added three more, so um, beautiful. Um, so church, there's so many things available to you, not so that we can fill our heads with knowledge. You understand that, the heart of this, right? It's to make sure that we're, we're focusing on the things we need to focus on, learning the things we need to learn so that we can become effective disciples of Jesus. So let's stand together. And if you can handle your mic for another couple of minutes, could you pray over our church family? We would really appreciate that. Holy Spirit, we do welcome you here into our lives, into our hearts. We know that without you, we would be lost. We would be failing. We would be undone. We would be frustrated. We would be defeated. We would be discouraged. We would be in, uh, without peace, without hope. But you take all the things that Jesus did for us under the supervision and guidance of the Father. And you make them accessible to us and, and, and allow us to engage in them. Every divine resource is available to us in you. And Holy Spirit, we just pray that you will be honored in our lives as we acknowledge your presence in us day by day, moment by moment, that you would continue to do your transformative work in us that we would be people who are known as being Christ-like in everything that we do, the way we think, the way we act, that you would give us direction for our lives, that you would keep us on safe paths, sure footing, and that you would open up the opportunities for us that we didn't even see and caution us about the things that we shouldn't be involved with. Help us, Holy Spirit, to... Uh, sense your anointing upon our lives which is there already to do the work of the kingdom and I pray for this church Freedom Church family that you have blessed and prospered in so many ways as, as a former
pastor here. It's such a thrill for me to see it continuing to grow and develop and mature and impact the community around us with the love of Christ and the light of the world. And I just pray that that will continue to happen. I pray a very special anointing upon Pastor Tracy every day uh, as she gives leadership. Her, the staff, uh, the, the leaders, the deacons, ministry leaders, as they provide for us a spiritual covering, may they sense and feel your hand upon them, your empowering presence in their lives as they take on the work of dealing with uh, the things that come up and leading us into uh, what we need to do in the days that are ahead. I pray, God, that you would bless them and be with them in a powerful way. Those of us that are older, Lord, thank you for the opportunity we have to participate and invest in the work of the kingdom. And may you continue to work through us in whatever it is you would have us to do and continue to raise up others, Lord, to take on responsibilities that, uh, that you know that are needed. And so, Lord, we just thank you. I thank you for this time we've had this morning. I pray that every person would be sincere in their life. Every moment, Lord God, they would spend time alone with you every day. Wherever they are, out for a walk, in the car, getting ready to go out for the day, retiring at the end of the day. Holy Spirit, I, I surrender myself to you afresh. I give myself to you, Lord. I need you to work in me. Your perfect will and good plan. And so, Lord, I just submit to you. Thank you, God, for this series on being a disciple of Christ. I pray that would be the goal for every one of us every day. Become more like Jesus and to point other people to the way, the truth, and the life. And so we thank you, God. We receive this now. We receive. We receive what we've asked for right now. For you who are able to do exceedingly abundantly above anything or all that we could ask or imagine according to your power that is at work within us, the power of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Amen, church. Be blessed. We will see you non-registered uh, next Sunday morning. Looking forward to gathering again with you in our new series. Be blessed.